right? And when I'm feeling super stressed and I'm feeling pressured, that is where I've got to turn up the dial on my self-care practices because that is the only way that I am going to be able to relieve myself of the stress. And stress can do huge damage to your body and your mind. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, I wanted to share with you 10 ways that self-care changed my life. Now, you know that we've got the self-care challenge coming up here in one week. And, oh, I like this. I can actually see. Hey, Rochelle, good morning. Um, So I wanted to come on here and share with you some ways that self-care has changed my life in the hopes that you are inspired to join us in the self-care challenge kicking off February 12th. Rochelle and Holly, you've already done this challenge, so you know what to expect. I would love for you to come join us again, jump into the comments during those accountability posts. Um, We can all use a little refresher, right? I am still, you know, making changes and seeing like, how can I take care of myself? What do I need? Because you know that that's what it comes down to is asking yourself, what do I need today? And then putting that into practice, going through taking action to show ourselves that love, that self-love and that self-compassion. And that's all, you know, self-care really is, is just taking care of ourselves and making sure that we are our best version. So let's get into it. Okay, let me switch over to my notes. Um, Let me take you back. You know, like I just said, there's been times where I've had to really adjust my self-care practices or change based on the season of life I'm in or what I've got going on, what my kids have got going on. I've got to really take a look. Um, It's like a constant being intentional and making sure that I am still you know, not just squeezing time for myself in, but actually intentionally making that time. And that means I need to create boundaries. So I'm always adjusting and always looking at what can can I do or what do I need to do in order to make sure that I am taking care of myself. And there have been times in my life where I didn't, right? Like, or if I did, if I did do anything for myself, I felt extreme guilt about it because I felt like it was taking time away from my family or time away from other people. And that created a lot of guilt within me. And it also created a lot of resentment. I've talked before about how it's changed my relationship with my husband, like being able to look at self-care differently and changing my perspective of how I look at that has allowed me to not feel so resentful of my husband who seemed 
be able to do what he wanted. And I felt burdened by all the things that I was carrying that were on, like in my load, right? Like my physical, my mental load. And so really shifting the way I was looking at self-care, looking at the way I viewed myself and my role, it was so tied to being a mom, anything other than what was, you know, what was demanded of me in my mom role, anything else just left me feeling yuck, like left me feeling like really bad about doing it. So I had to look at what my identity was tied to, that productivity and that being a mom and doing all of the things and all of that. I had to loosen the reins and I had to really get serious and honest with myself about what does that look like and how is that not serving me. Um, I had, when I started, you know, intentionally practicing self-care and putting myself on my own to-do list, I ended up, um, I was at a place in my life, let me just say that, I was at a place in my life where I was way overweight, I was you know, feeling lonely and I felt like I had to do more, right? Like I was constantly thinking I had to do more and I, because that wasn't very realistic, I ended up coming up short every time and feeling like there was never anything that I could do that would actually um, move the needle in my life really. And so once I started putting myself on my own to-do list and started prioritizing myself and making time for things that I enjoy once I discover what that was, right? I um, just, my mental health improved, my physical health improved. We'll go through it. So let's start with number one. I had more energy and vitality, right? Like I felt, I just had more energy. And that's the thing, like we think like, oh, taking time for self-care is, going to use up my energy it's you know i don't have the energy for to do it but it's like this ironic thing that happens like when you start making the time for doing things that are good for you it actually gives you more energy and allows you to be more productive good morning nina um so I'm trying to figure out my, my thing is, there we go, there we go. Okay, um, when I started incorporating, especially physical self-care, because we know that physical self-care, like exercise, moving your body is good for your physical and your mental health. It has been proven over time and time again that physical self-care actually helps you in your mental health as well. But I started back in 2011, um, one of the things that I started doing, making time each day for, was, this is so funny, like, it's embarrassing, <laughs> I was doing sledding to the oldies videos. Um, Richard Simmons, right, in my living room, probably with VH, VHS tapes, like, I, I'm pretty sure it was VHS, I don't think we even had it on DVD, and my kids just started, like, like that was that, that was something that was started changing in my family. It just expected that I was going to do these dance videos, and so started with that. And then eventually, like I started Zumba. You know, I've told that story before, and became a Zumba instructor. I started doing half marathons. I started, you know, walking each day. You know, with my family, like doing more like destination. Like, oh, we got to go to the library. Let's walk to the library. We also lived in a smaller town. Right now, I don't think it would take me half a day to walk to the library, I think, where I live now. 
but just taking those, you know, making that part of my lifestyle helped me to feel more energetic and in turn I was able to do more of it. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, it helped improve my sleep habits. I am a heavy sleeper, like I've always been. In college, I've slept through smoke alarms, right? Like the next morning, it, to a scary point, right? Like that, thinking back, I'm like, dang, like that was hard. That was hard sleeping and probably not very safe. But I am a good sleeper. But when I started practicing self-care, my sleep became more consistent and regularly, right? Like I wasn't that I was napping during the day. Like I wasn't, I mean, you really can't take naps during the day. Now I can. Now I actually can if that's something I wanted to prioritize. But I was actually practicing good sleep hygiene. And it was prioritizing that rest that positively influenced my overall well-being. So while I was, a, I would say, a good sleeper before I practiced self-care, before I was intentional about taking care of myself, once I started doing self-care regularly, I actually improved the way I slept and the quality of my sleep and going more like with my circadian rhythms and getting that all in place. So that has definitely helped. Um, my husband's always like, because I am a morning person, and I don't ever remember a time I wasn't, but of course, like in my 20s, I was able to stay up really late and then sleep in in the morning, which that has changed, right? Becoming more regular with that. Um, but my husband was always like, how do you wake up in the morning? Like he's, he's amazed by the fact that I can wake up at 5.30, my alarm goes off. I do not hit snooze. I sit up on the side of my bed. I do three big stretches. I tell myself my mantra, right? Like today is going to be an awesome day. Not my will, but thy will be done, right? Like say my little prayer and I'm up and I can do that because of consistency, because that is something that I decided to do. It's part of my self-care practice, but it's the only way I'm able to do that is because I practice self-care throughout the rest of the day. Um, it also has improved my physical health. So when I am intentional about my self-care and I am on it, right? Like I am making time to do the things that I know are good for me, like these good for me habits, reading, learning, um, exercising, eating right, eating what's good for my body, making sure that I am, you know, praying and incorporating maybe some meditation and yoga and my new happy light that I've been doing. All of these things have allowed me to keep my health in check, right? Going to the doctor. So like for a while there, when I went back to work outside of the home in 2017, I was totally like, I mean, I gained weight. I could not figure out how to practice self. Like I couldn't figure out how to do that while working a full-time job outside of the home. I was commuting in 40 minutes at both ways. Like it really threw me for a loop. And then I gained the weight. So at this point, like, I'm like, all right, getting serious. And that is where I wanted to prioritize. I, you know, it's been a while because then I started my businesses and getting all, like, learning all that. So a lot of my time was spent learning and, and getting coached and learning what it takes to build online businesses. So now I'm at a place like, okay, now I've got to turn back to my health. And during the self-care challenge, it's going to be kicking off on the 12th. We will talk about the different pillars of self-care and each day, like it's not like you do everything that is thrown at you. Like that's what, like the self-care lists and everything, self-care practices. Yes, I have one to give you some ideas, but it's, it is too daunting to try to do everything. 
And so we've got to see what season are we in and what do we need to focus on to make us feel better during that season. Um, number four is that stress reduction. It allowed me to take some pressure off. When I'm engaging in actual relaxation exercises, not binging out on Netflix or, you know, even reading sometimes, like that is not, that's stimulating my mind. And so, yes, sometimes reading can be relaxing, but for the most part, I really had to learn how to relax because one, I used to never relax. It used to be like torture. Like, what do you mean just sit there? And like, I've got too much, too many things to do. I don't have time to do that. But then I, re I started learning that relaxation, true relaxation, where you are, you know, centering, going inwards, focusing on your breathing, um, clearing your mind, not necessarily emptying your mind, but being aware that that self-awareness piece, all of those things work together to help me de-stress, right? And when I'm feeling super stressed and I'm feeling pressured, that is where I've got to turn up the dial on my self-care practices because that is the only way that I am going to be able to relieve myself of the stress. And stress can do huge damage to your body and your mind. All of those chemicals pumping in your body when you are feeling stressed, it is doing harm to our body. So I really had to get serious about learning ways to reduce the stress in my life. The number five was boosted my immune system. Knock on wood, right? Like I rarely get sick. And when I do get sick, I feel like I come back quicker when I like when I didn't care for myself, right? Like that whole mantra, mom can't get sick. We can get sick, but we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and not just pushing through because otherwise it lasts a lot longer. So giving ourselves the, re the rest that we need. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth. But really, it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. 
I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. So let me know, did these first five, I'm going to go through five more, but these first five, it gave me increased energy. It helped me improve my sleep habits. It allowed me to improve my physical health. It has helped me to reduce stress and it helped build my immune system. Have you found, because Holly, Rochelle, Mina, all of you have been following, you've been in Moms Without Capes for quite a long time. And so I know that you've made some changes that have allowed you to incorporate self-care into your life. Have you noticed any of these changes? And let me know, let me know in the comments. All right, let's go on to how else self-care has changed my life. Number six, it has allowed me to have more mental clarity and focus. It's allowed me to, you know, these exercises that I've started implementing into my life, journaling. I journal almost every single day. Now, of course, there's days that I just, I don't. But for the most part, I have made journaling a consistent practice because it's allowed me to kind of work through my problems and put things give things a different perspective when I put things in the black and white or like sometimes I write in color, but like when I write things out and put words to the thoughts in my mind, that allows me to get this different perspective. And so my journals are, I've gone through tons of them. I just started a new one yesterday and it's just given me that space to put my thoughts down on paper and, and it's helped me. It's helped me allow, it's allowed me to kind of get clearer on what I'm doing, what the heck I'm doing with my life, right? Um, slowing down, meditating, I mentioned the happy light, like doing these things, these practices have allowed me to get a clearer mind, a clearer vision, and just kind of shift through all the, all the jumble in my mind. Um, so Holly, you said, yes, you've not fully mastered it, which is great. So you've not fully mastered it, which is great for the refresher course. Yeah, we all need refresh. Like even me, like I'm like, I, you know, what's going on? Why do I feel so stressed out? And then I go back to what am I doing that is serving me and what's not serving me? And how can I make those changes? Self-care has also allowed me to um, up my emotional resilience. We hear a lot about emotional intelligence these days. Being able to be resilient helps tremendously with your mental health. And so I feel that tackling, um, like learning more about myself and learning some skills has allowed me to be more resilient. I've been aware, oh my gosh, why? What is, you know what, I know what it is. Because I'm live on, the, on Facebook. Let me turn down the volume and see if that works. I keep beeping every time when you, when you guys comment, I think, or something. I get notifications on the Facebook tab. Um, but anyway, I have been able to be less judged, judge, like less judgy of myself and others because I've increased that self-awareness and awareness is key. Um, I've been able to shift my expectations to be more realistic, right? Like that gap between you know, what reality is and what my ideal is. And being aware of that gap has allowed me to work on lessening it, which has also allowed me to increase my ability to be resilient. It's also reduced anxiety and improved my mood. 
you can ask my family. In fact, on episode 200, which is coming up, I will be interviewing my husband and we'll be talking about the changes that he has noticed um, because I practice self-care, like the habits. So this is my first, my first guy that I'm going to have on. Um, I had my mom on episode 101 and now I'm having my husband here on episode 200 for the podcast. So um, just <laughs> be on the lookout for that. It's coming up. Um, but I have definitely felt less rage, had been more empathetic. Um, and as a result, it has helped me improve my relationships especially in my marriage because like i said i felt resentful i felt anger i felt like this this rage inside me and it came out a lot as controlling and anger and just you know i just wasn't a fun person to be around and so learning how to let fun mom out like loosen the reins and like do all these things has helped me feel more appreciative, has decreased the anxiety and the worry that I feel, less resentment. So as you can imagine, I've, I've improved my relationships, especially with my husband, through all of this. So, yeah, Rochelle, you said you felt less stressed when you're engaging in self-care. And like I said, when you feel like you're totally stressed out, that's when you have to look and see... Um, What's going on? How can you, that, you know, that's the time that we usually dismiss self-care and say, I don't have time for it. But that's actually when we need to make sure we're doing it the most. So the last two things that, the last two ways that self-care has changed my life is it has increased self-understanding, right? Aside from journaling, aside from getting into my own mind and doing check-ins and saying, how am I feeling? What do I need? All of these things that like allow me to help, allow me to get to know myself. Um, it has just provided this deeper understanding of myself and self-care comes as like not as a thing that I have to do um, to make myself better. While it does make myself better, it comes from a place of I love myself and so because of that, I want to do these things to make sure that I'm showing myself love. So I'm taking care of my body because I love it and not because I hate it and want to change. There's a big difference there. When you shift your why, it changes everything. It's a game changer. So I challenge myself. I get myself out of my comfort zone because I know that nothing grows in my comfort zone. And so by challenging myself, by doing things that I don't necessarily know how to do, right? Like this whole business, starting Moms Without Capes, I had no idea. My brother the other day was saying, you know, that's so amazing. Like you just built something out of nothing. And it was really just started as this idea. And the more I understood myself, the more, you know, and I, it's this reciprocal thing. Um, the more I challenge myself, the more I do things that are out of my comfort zone, the more I understand who I am. And then number 10, and I've alluded to this, it has helped me improve my relationships. Um, it has, you know, asking for what I need. For a long time, I was had my husband in a guessing game, and then I would feel like disappointed and feel mad because why does he not know what I need? When meanwhile, I had no idea what I need. And so being able to get clear on that has allowed me to communicate, you know, learn their skills to communicate, and it's decreased that resentment and the guilt and 
you know, I'm aware of like what those thinking distortions, you know, what am I doing in my mind that is creating such a wall? And so being able to practice self-care and learning that self-care and, and me is important, that has allowed me to break down that wall. And as a result, my relationships with my family, with my kids, with my husband, even with my extended family have all improved. All right. So there are the 10 ways that self-care has changed my life. I would love to know how has self-care changed your life, has changed your life, especially those of you who have been at this for a while. Let me know. In the comments, jump in and let me know how self-care has changed your life. And if you want to, I would love for you to join the self-care challenge coming up on February 12th. Registration is now open, momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care. Come join. It's five days of intentional self-care. I will support you by sharing with you how to, you know, we're going to define for you what fills your cup. I'm going to give you some ways to practice self-care as well as we're going to talk about, I'll give you some tips and strategies how to carve out that time to practice self-care. Because the number one excuse that moms give is I don't have the time. Well, we, we make time for that which we deem as important and I want to start shifting the way you think about you because you are gosh darn important and you are worthy of making time for and this self-care challenge is going to help you do that. So momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. The link will be in the comments underneath this video. I want to see you in the challenge. All right. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. And thanks for joining me live for those of you who are here live. And if you watch the replay, put hashtag replay. I am, um, yeah, I'm signing off. Take care, everyone. Take care of you. Hey, super mom. Overwhelmed and drained in your quest to be the ultimate mom? Daily demands bury you in motherhood, creating a disconnect with your partner. Resentment, anger, guilt, these emotions fester, making it tempting to just drop everything, go on a long extended vacation, and tell no one. I've been there, sacrificing my identity to be the best mom, feeling unappreciated, exhausted, and on the verge of breakdown. As you may be experiencing for yourself, it was impacting my marriage in a big way. Something had to change, and guess what? I held the key. Connecting with myself was what transformed my marriage. I started taking back what rightfully belonged to me, my identity in and out of my role as a mom and my life, and then I learned how to take charge of it. No one will tap you on the shoulder and say, it's time for yourself. If you don't value yourself, no one else will. Loving relationships thrive when partners honor their individual selves. The Beyond Supermom program helps you reclaim lost parts, transforming your marriage by transforming your relationship with yourself. Are you ready to reclaim yourself and totally change how you show up in your marriage? Schedule a call with me today to discover how Beyond Supermom can help you. Go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash beyond or click the link in today's show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.